Thank you for listening to the Black Delegates Podcast. Rate, reveal, share. Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic sound nice, check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is December the 6th, 2020. We're on episode 137. Mm. Episode 137. Uh, we're getting long in the tooth, fellas. I am your host, the Black Ryan. I'm here with my co-host, Ghetto Phenom. What's good? What's good? Speak for yourself with the long in the tooth. I'm still uh, new and fresh in the game. The oldest dude on this podcast. You're definitely long in the tooth. <laughs> And box wide poppy. Yo, what's going on, man? Eggnog poppy oh, this week. Egg, eggnog oh, poppy. Word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a sip of eggnog, man. I wouldn't I uh bought some for the fam and they drank it all and I haven't messed with it yet. I gotta I gotta get some some uh another Hold on, board. but you just drink it you just drink it regular, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, just regular. Oh, you trash, man. <laughs> what's the point? What is the I don't point? know any difference if it's eggnog. What are you talking about? You're supposed to put you're supposed to put alcohol. You're supposed to put you know libations in there, man. So this is the, this is the time to be festive and drunk. You're supposed to put some <laughs> in there. The people, the people that drink, they just want to put a drink in everything. Guess what? Those things were made without drinks as well, and they're fine. I, I look, pay. I like to taste the eggnog. Listeners, get at me. Eggnog should only be. It doesn't taste good by itself. It should only be consumed as as a drink. Phenom, do you have an opinion on this? Uh, I think it tastes the same with or without because. For the longest time, I drank eggnog without nothing in it. Like, I just thought eggnog was eggnog. And, it, uh, right. and you know, once I started putting some drink in there, mm-hmm. it basically tastes the same. So, you're not supposed to, and look, you, look, Fien, but see, Fiona, I'm putting Hennessy in there. That's that's what, that's what he's messing up at. He's <laughs> yeah. always putting Henny in there. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to do that. Anyway. All right. Well, I mean, Ryan, have you uh, ever had a drink? Oh, can we can we just sidetrack this? Ryan, have you ever have you ever had a drink? Okay, I've had when Not the I wine at communion. Don't don't was give a me little that, kid. So when I was a little kid, my dad was like, "Taste this beer," and I spit it out because it was gross. Mm-hmm. And then I've drank a sip of champagne on a New Year's in my twenties. That's it. Oh my god! Completely. Phenol. Why are we friends with this dude? Why? Why? Hey, I, I respect. I used to mess with him about it, but hey, I respect the decision. He don't want to drink. That man ain't got to drink. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know why. After a while, it just became a everybody's trying to get you to drink, so just don't drink kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really a middle finger to peer pressure. Like <laughs> <laughs> Forty-one I, years, baby. Yeah, I will say I will give a <laughs> shout out to my pops because he definitely. Used to hook me up on the little uh the beer. Uh let me get a taste, daddy, of that beer. My uh whole family they used to drink stag. Shout out to stag That logo looks gross. Man, look, man, if you if you if you if you if you bought stag at the grocery store, they, they just go ahead and call the police on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on my dad's side, that's all they drank is just stag beer cans for days. And uh, you know, I used to I used to go to my grandmother's house every Sunday and be over there with my pops. And I'd be like, let, let me get a sip, let me get a sip. Yeah, let me get a just a tiny little swig. And I mm-hmm. just think I was grown. And then my cousin, who we're about we're the same age, he's a couple months older, and uh he wouldn't let her drink 
because she was a girl. Yeah. So like that was my thing. Like, ha ha, I got to drink some beer and you didn't. My, my my folks, they like they were like, oh, if you want some, you gotta drink the whole thing. And so, oh, so, wow. like, and so and so like they was like, no, but I mean like not like in the in the sitting, but like they was like, okay, uh, you want to stay up late and watch the football game, and I'm drinking a beer. Or if you want to drink and you want to have a sip, okay, have a little sip, you know, because you just kind of play around. Like, can I have some of that? And so they, but they were like, no, nah, if you if you take this, you gotta drink it all. And so like, man, I take this sip, and I was like, man, this tastes terrible. And so they'd be sitting there laughing at me. But they maybe put it back in the refrigerator, and so it just sit there, and I just it should be sitting there like for a week. You know, but they were like, "That's that's Paul's little beer. You just got you can't you, uh, you got to don't ask for no more. You just drink out that terrible thing." I take another <laughs> I take another hit off it like three day, three four five days later. I was like, "Man, this is Gross. horrible." But the same thing with like once we got like a little older, like vodka shots with like like orange juice or something like that. Like, oh man, that was tough. That that man lit my whole chest on fire. Yeah, so I didn't drink for a while after that. <laughs> got to watch okay. those things. I don't know. I guess I, I don't know. You don't know what you ain't missing, so I don't trip off of it. It's fine to me. I'm not the dude that want to be uh want to be drunk. So, but but you do want to try the ayahuasca. Care. That's another another topic. We'll talk about that later. Th- that is another topic. I don't know. It's, we'll that's different that. though. Okay, it's different though. And I still don't think I would actually do it. I'm interested. If I'm go, if we going, if I'm doing it, you doing it. I wouldn't go to do it. So you coming? You coming? You the one talking said, to I'm, it? I'm interested, but that's because people saying they talking to God and stuff. Like I'm, I'm interested in that. Then we're gonna do it. Then we're gonna do it. Ayahuasca. Have you heard about ayahuasca? No, I have not. Okay. We'll, we'll send you like fifteen uh, pods. Yeah, pods about on uh, yeah. Mike Tyson be talking about, but yes, yes, similar to it. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind uh, of like the, Mike Tyson on some the toad poison and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it, he didn't done everything. It's supposed to be like a spiritual thing, but it, it's you know it's it's like a hallucinogenic. It's like some kind of like okay. herbal so hallucinogenic. It's like, it's like the toad then. So I, yeah, it's similar. Yes, but it's like a it's a few mixtures and drinks and you drink it and but everybody that drinks it is like I I saw God I talked to God and like I don't know it's like a life changing experience. So I am uh, I'm curious of what that is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I would actually do it. But I'm interested. I'll say that. I don't, I don't think God is going to make it to where you got to have some uh, random concoction of beverages no. before you. Go. No, definitely not. No, no, no. I'll, I won't bring up all that stuff either. But uh, no, that is you're right about that. That is not the case. Um, it's just, uh, I don't know, for an extended period of time. Uh, you know, these people doing this stuff for like a, a hour, hour or two. Oh, it's longer than that. I think it's longer. It's I think it's like a yeah, four or five hours thing. But look, we got like oh for real. You're doing a day shift. That's right. She did say it was like a work shift. Yeah, Ryan Ryan's interest, interested. I've been looking up where to go to. So we're gonna do this one of these days. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a live pod <laughs> journey. Right. I'm gonna say we're gonna live pod while we talk to Jesus. All y'all need to do is go to the neighborhood liquor store, get, get you, you some stag locos, <laughs> you drink the whole stag. four locos, and you'll get the same effect. Trash. Stag, stag was the and a bad headache. Stag was the four loco of its day. Is that what that's what I'm taking? Oh, anyway, with that being said, kids don't do drugs. Hey, one day we got to talk about clean. the keychain all of our all, all of our, our pops had back in the, back in 1987. <laughs> we we got to talk about that 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 thing too one day. That, that that the Mandela effect. That's the Mandela effect right there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fact. Everybody got it, including the listeners. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get uh, directly into this week in blackness. Paul, you always go first. You know why? Yeah, yeah. Because so I'm gonna start with you. Gotta get cut out here quick. Uh, quickly, you better not. Man, quickly, man. Uh, week wasn't too bad, man. You know, chilling uh, here. 
didn't have to do any Christmas decorations. Uh, the wife, she was supposed to put up like garlands around the banister for the upstairs and she never got around to it. And so I was like, oh, you got like so many days. And I was like, she didn't do it. So I was like, all right, that stuff's going up. So I basically cut, uh, eliminated the middleman on some of the stuff, put up some Christmas decorations. I was happy about that because I was like, good. I'm tired of seeing, seeing all these stupid boxes, all this crap laying out here. So we're done with that. But uh, the big thing, I remember a few weeks ago, I was telling you, I was, you know, my, my niece, my, my wife's niece called me up and was like, oh, I need a car. You know, you know, would you mind selling your car and stuff like that? Remember I was telling you about that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So finally went down, you know, sold it, sold it to her and was going to, and brung it up there to her. So I, man, I had to get on the road and, uh, drove to like Knoxville, told her, meet me halfway. We'll, you know, meet her, 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 her mom, Shara's, Shara's mom as well came in and the, uh, my niece, my niece, our niece's a boyfriend. I guess, I guess, I don't know. I, I just met met him at the end. But anyway, had to drive up there. So man, that was like the longest I've been in the car. I think in the last nine months combined, because I had to drive. It was four four and a half hours there, four and a half hours back. So like it was yeah, it was about like nine ten hours on the road to bring the car there. You know, drop it off, whatever like that. So I drop it off. Everything's cool. You know, no 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 issues on the road. Other than I did notice when I got across the Tennessee state line. Uh, not a lot of masks in, in Eastern Tennessee. You might be surprised by that, but uh, not a lot of dudes wearing masks in East Tennessee. They just kind of like whatever, man. We just we just rolling. Everything's open. Do whatever you want. Uh, but uh, do you want to guess what happened after I got home from driving the car and giving it to the niece? It broke down. Did not break down. Close though. Ran out of gas. Nope, <laughs> she had an accident. Oh, good. <laughs> really? So look, so so she, she she drives all the way up there. She drive. They drive. It's like four of them in a, in a car to come pick up the one car. They once they get once they meet up with me, the my niece and her boyfriend. They drive. They drive. You know, mile car. They make it all the way back. It's like a four and a half hour drive. All good. Make it back home, <laughs> and uh, then I guess like about. Maybe hour, hour, hour or two. She got home. She wanted to go to like the store, maybe to show off. I'm not really sure what she was doing. Anyway, she got out. It wasn't too late. You know, it was dark, but it wasn't too late. And uh, and yeah, somebody somebody get, got into a fender bender. It was the other lady's wow. fault, I guess. But uh, she, she not transferred sure that, an insurance though. She she not sure if that lady has insurance that, that she's supposed to like in a no, day or did two. Did you and her? So does she have insurance? You know, that, she, that quick. I have insurance. I never canceled insurance. I still haven't canceled insurance on the car, but she she had not got her insurance until like it didn't go into effect until, so until it's midnight yours. the next. So it's, she did not go into effect until midnight the the, the day before, the, oh, day, the day after. So so gotta be the day of. Okay. So if yeah, so if this, well, this still lady under his because he still has an insurance. Right. If he gave her right. permission, I guess. But I don't know how the. I don't know. We have. I mean, we we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But uh. But uh, you know, hopefully the lady that that hit her is is covered, has co- coverage, and they take care of it. But although my my niece said that her car was looking kind of kind of like look kind of banged up as it was, so we're not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I talked to my wife, and my wife we, we were talking about it, and she was like, I, we, we were arguing, we were like, well, you think she has insurance? And I was, and my wife said, what was uh, you know our ma- our our niece said she's white, so she, so we we're like, oh, she does have insurance. <laughs> At least one like some Hispanic lady or something like that. So I don't know, man. We'll see. That's racist, but uh, hopefully that lady had insurance. If not, I, don't, I guess I guess it'll go into mine. I'm not really sure, but fender bender. I don't know, man. Maybe just pay out of pocket and just call it a day. I'm not really sure how it works. You need to file a claim because it's still under you. She doesn't have insurance. Okay. So as long as it's still insured in your name, you need to file a claim. 
But I, but the, I gave I mean, the title. You don't have to, but they're gonna. If she called the police and all that, they're gonna file it anyway. Some kind of way they they find out. Yeah, we'll get to it. So that was my that was my week, man. So, but yeah, man, man, people just stay at home, man. Don't don't go nowhere. Nothing <laughs> good happened out here in twenty twenty, man. But yeah, man, I feel bad. I mean, I had like a a car accident, like not not too long after I got my first car in, in high school, doing stupid stuff, playing out, you know, playing with water gun, playing with super soakers. Uh, you know, doing something dumb, and yeah, I lost my license for like a whole year, man. So, wow. so uh, yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that, kids. Be safe out there. My niece didn't do nothing wrong. It wasn't really her fault, but but man, yeah, bad stuff happens. Yeah, it's crazy. Phenom, this weekend blackness. How was your week? Oh, my week was solid. My week was pretty pretty good. Uh, last night, well, I'll go into uh, I'll come into it later. So. Yeah, man, my week was was pretty good. I've been wondering about, you know, we're in this COVID-19 pandemic and a lot of people seem to think, you know, one of the best things to come out of this is that everybody has curbside service now. You know, before you had to go to the store, you had to get it delivered to your house, um, but not a lot of places have where you could just pull up, be like, yo, I ordered my stuff, bring it out, and they bring it out. Mm-hmm. So I think that is something that's very convenient. I'm glad that we have stores that uh, have it, and it seems like even once we get beyond COVID, like this is a thing to, that's going to stick around. However, I'm a little disappointed because a lot of these places curbside is straight trash and I'm going to need y'all to get it together. We are a good, what, nine, 10 months into this pandemic. I need y'all to get y'all curbside service together. So on Friday, I had to go, I'd order something from Best Buy and I did the curbside. Uh, It got delivered there. I got the message. I was like, all right, I'm going to pick it up after work. I go up there and at Best Buy, like, everybody must be using curbside. Because when I went, I mean, they probably got 30 parking spaces dedicated to curbside. And all of them were filled except one. Mm-hmm. So, and the one, somebody was pulling out. So, I was like, all right. So, I parked there. You know, I go on the app. I check in or whatever. I'm here. I'm in this spot. Boom. I'm just chilling, waiting. So, it's like, you know. 10, 15 minutes go by, nobody's come out. But like I said, there's a lot of people up there. So I was just like, all right, they, you know, a little busy. And then the lady next to me came up to my car, you know, about to knock on the window. I'm like, yo, it's COVID, back up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stiff armor immediately. Right. <laughs> Threw my mask on. I'm like, what's going on? She was like, um, she's like, just so you know, like they're not really coming outside they're not bringing people stuff out you have to go in and there's a line inside i'm like what it's like no uh signs outside that say that no nothing so i end up going in have to wait in this long line make long story short they just really weren't prepared for it you know Hmm. it was a huge line in the best buy the like the lady said they really weren't bringing stuff out because they were just i guess too swamped but i'm like we've been in this for a minute. Like you, I, I've been sitting out there for 20 minutes already. If this lady hadn't told me to go in and get my stuff, mm-hmm. how long would I have been waiting? And there was another dude that came in was like, I've been waiting out for 50 minutes and nobody's come out there. And I'm like, yo, that's just, that's just bad form. Uh, Which one you at on the uh, Lindbergh by you? 
No, nah, that one I went to uh, off of forty that was and uh, kind of small. Okay. Yeah, no, nah, that was that was the Brentwood joint. Oh, okay, yeah, that was pretty big. They ain't got no excuse. And uh, the day before that, I think it was the day before that, I went to Starbucks, placed the order on the app, did for the curbside. I'm on my way to work in the morning. I'm like, I'm gonna hit this curbside. They're gonna bring it out. I'm sitting out there for like ten minutes. Nobody comes out. I go in because I'm like at this point I got to get to work. So I go inside. I'm like, hey, you know, here's my name. Uh, I was like, I place a curbside order. And anybody come outside? The lady's like, oh, the curbside person isn't working today. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why don't y'all have a sign out there that says that? Or why do you, you know, why don't you disable that on the app? Because I know you can. Because I've seen some where they, right. you know, they're like temporarily it's closed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so y'all was just gonna have me out there for like a half hour, forty five minutes waiting on a coffee, and the thing is, is there were people working there. It wasn't like it was only two people working there because that's what I thought. I'm like, maybe they just busy, mm-hmm. you know? They don't have a lot. No, it's like seven, eight people working in there. They didn't have the drive. It wasn't a drive through joint. It was just it was a walk in only. It was both. No, they had a drive through. Why, why are you doing curbside walking. if you just got the drive through, man? Go through the because drive-thru. the drive through was like stupid packed. Like the oh, okay. drive-through line was long in a mug. That's why I didn't do drive-through because I'm like, yeah, if I order it beforehand, if I tell them I'm there, they could just bring it out. I don't have to wait behind fifty cars in drive-through. Yo, man, can I can I can I tell you? Let y'all in a little 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 uh, true story about me, man. Hey, Starbucks is trash, man. Like Starbucks is garbage, man. <laughs> like and, and and white people love it, and it takes forever to get it. And so I, the only time I'll go get Starbucks is like if I'm in an airport. And there ain't nothing else, and I need a coffee. But all I ever say is like, man, just 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 regular coffee, black. Like, I just want to hurry up. I don't want, man. I can't stand sitting behind twenty people when they have the order, like the vanilla vanilla frappe latte, mochaccino, uh, ice grande, whatever, man. And I and I know Phenom's order is probably sick as well. I'm so I'm sure Phenom, uh, Phenom, <laughs> give us your, give us your nasty order because I know it's got I know it's got fifteen adjectives in it. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> now you now you gotta understand. I'm a person who I typically just drink black coffee. Like I don't even put nothing in my coffee. So if I go to Starbucks, I might get an americano. Uh, mm-hmm. like, oh, fancy, fancy. So, Ryan, so, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, Ryan probably never had, never even been to Starbucks, not once, and and wouldn't try it. Coffee. I've ordered for my wife, and it's ridiculous. I agree. Mm. I'm just like, what is all of this? Mochaccino, frappe, whatever. I don't know. Extra pump, get extra pump of this. Uh, two extra yeah, man, pump. it's I'm too like, much. Oh, yeah. I, I hate. I look, I, real talk. I hate any restaurant or thing where they where they got their own names for things like fa- like. There's a pizza place my kid likes going to, and they it's called like Mod Pizza. I guess it's like a chain. Yeah, yeah we had. But their sizes is like Mod and Mega. Like, no, man, just oh, give yeah. me large. I don't want to call it Mega. Yeah. I call it, it's, I've been calling it Venti. Yeah, don't no, yeah, all that crap, man. Just say small, medium, large, right? Exactly, man. But they 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 be tripping with all the stuff. Like I'm not saying all that, man. Just give me give me the that's what look. I I just f with Dunkin' Donuts. They like what? That's what I do, man. And them lines at Starbucks be way too like you said, way too long, man. But Dunkin' Donuts they be moving it because all you're doing is getting a donut and some coffee and rolling. That's it. Maybe a sandwich, I guess nowadays, but whatever. Yeah, the the one last place, and I'll be quick, that I'm going to put on blast for trash curbside is probably my favorite store, um, Macy's. Macy's curbside is trash. Uh, the one by my crib. Every time I've gone, I've probably gone there maybe 
four or five times throughout the pandemic and did curbside. They got a phone number you're supposed to call. Every single time I called that number, nobody answers. Like nobody ever <laughs> picks up. And it it almost like puts you, asks you if you want to be in the voicemail. So I went up there this week again, same story, was out there for like 15, 20 minutes. I was about to go in and pick up the stuff. Then this lady, I think she was on a break. She tells me, no, no, you're here for curbside. You got to wait in your car and they'll bring it. I'm like, yo, I've been out here for 20 minutes. I, you know, even tried to call. I was like, I'm going to just go get, no, no, no. You have to wait in your car. So only place that does curbside right besides Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A does everything right. Only place that does it right is Target. So shout out to Target because mm-hmm. Target, if you get curbside there, I don't know what they, if they got like a a tower and above where they got license plate readers, but like mm-hmm. as soon as you pull in the Target lot, then people bring yeah. it to your car before you yeah. even park. They just like pop your trunk, we gonna Let's throw go. it in there, shut the trunk and you just keep it moving. So shout out to Target because they the only ones who got that uh, game together. That, that that is true, I, man. When I, when I, I as soon as I park at Target, let the wife go inside. I'll sit out in there in the parking lot, and I'll be seeing the the little you know little whatever they call it, the Target zone where the the the, the, the pull up joint is, and yeah, them, them ladies be out running out there with them carts like. But I guess you you know you tell them when you're on the way or whatever like that. So I think that's why they you know they have they be out there so fast because yeah because they'll bring it out like they'll they'll have people out with carts. Yeah. With like just 20 orders in the carts just waiting. And yeah. then and they see you put what, you know, your type of car you got on there. When they see that red Chevy pulling up, they like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, there's the black Ryan. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. They like knocking at your door basically like, is this you? Mm-hmm. So everybody I did, else I did, takes I did the curbside on Best Buy early in the summer. And like, look, man, I, I think that I think I look like you could just rob any Best Buy if you just sit out there in the, in the, in the, in the, curbside pickup lane and just park your car there for a few minutes and just catch one when they're coming outside like they're they just gonna throw the stuff in your car lady didn't even check my id she was like here you go i was like okay <laughs> right. i was like now i was like this is kind of expensive uh laptop you about to hand me here but she didn't check my id nothing she's like it's, it's you okay i was like, all right whatever yeah i have to try them i've never tried it never tried alcohol never tried never tried uh starbucks man Ryan, come on, we 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 gotta let you let you live a little bit, brother. Come on, man. Nobody saying try Starbucks because I tried the wife's just because, but uh, I don't care. It's not mm-hmm. good. I don't get it. Mine went on forever. So Ryan, how was your week in blackness? Okay, uh, week in blackness, cool. Um, I I clued y'all. Well, I think I I probably was just talking to Paul. I'm not sure if I put it in a group chat or not, but I was um. Getting ready to eat breakfast, and the wife sent me a text, and she's like, "Oh boy, oh!" And I saw first thing I saw was there's a smiley at the end, so I always know that means good news for me because I'm about to be working. Because <laughs> anytime she has anything for me to do, there's a smiley face at the end, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, when you get ready and if after breakfast, can you help me put these Christmas lights up?" And you know, I'm like, "All right, like let me see what you got," because. I didn't know what she had. I know she was talking about she was thinking about lights, but she hadn't confirmed that she was buying any lights or anything, and they showed up. So um, I I was just like, let me go ahead and just do this before I eat. Like, I just don't feel like it. I want to – when I sit down, I wanna just want to relax. I didn't plan on doing too much Saturday anyway. Uh-huh. So checked out all that stuff. It, it wasn't as bad as I said, Paul. It was it was all right. Um, I, I was wondering – I didn't know exactly how she wanted to do it. 
uh, I don't think she knew exactly how she wanted to do it. It was kind of like, oh, I just wanted some lights. So she's like, I, I got these gutter things. She's supposed to hang them on the gutter, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's it. But she didn't buy the ones that extend so you uh-huh. could hook them together to run them off of one cord. So that's that's what was bothering me because I'm like, oh, like, what we, how are we supposed to do this? Because I really don't have too many outside outlets. I got one on the deck and I don't think there's one anywhere else, uh-huh. which is strange. Um, but I haven't had to plug anything out there outside of literally on the deck. So uh, everything else I got is gas powered as far as like leaf blowers and stuff or I just run it from the garage. So, yeah, so I did uh, first time ever. I hung up some lights. Uh, I, I did yeah, I did a pretty janky job, I think. Now you know the struggle. It takes it's it, up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they hanging all, they, on there. Like, I mean, they like on the gutters is what you're doing. We did. I didn't put them on the gutter because I couldn't put it on the gutter because our gutters have screens in them to keep the leaves out, so and I wasn't going to go adjusting the screen, so I went a little bit below that mm-hmm. um, to the what do you call that thing? Um, I don't know the name of it. But it's just that the underside of the house is kind of like shingles, mm-hmm. uh, but it's flat up against the the gutter right below the that. Use the eaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I you put it there. The clips, bro. You gotta get. The but I had. Clip. Well, I mean, the clips won't go in the screen. You talking about clips for that piece too? No, they will, cause that's what I do. You get the little light clips. Like usually, you can mount them a couple ways, and I just slide mine kind of in between the screen on the side of the gutter. And they mm-hmm. go hold up there. Yeah, I mean, I, I also wasn't finna be climbing up on that ladder. And I told y'all, I don't do ladders. And she's <laughs> like, I'll, I'll climb up here. And she climbed up two steps. And then she's just standing there. And I'm like, babe, you got to at least climb up to three to, to look down in there. Like, what are you, you going to pull the gutter down? What are you touching? What are you, it's a screen on there. And I said, I know that from last time. And she just, she was like, oh, I don't want to go up any higher. I'm like, okay, yo, both of us is old. <laughs> I'm not going to fall. If you fall, I ain't going to catch you because I'll probably be in the hospital for months on Aflac or something if, if you fall off this ladder. So, nah. So, I'm just like, I'll figure out something else. I saw these little... I saw these little metal clips that were already up there. I don't know if they're part of the eaves thing or not, but I was like, you know what? I'm about to nigger rig this. So I put put my MacGyver skills to work, hooked them on the clips and hooked them in the thing and uh, it worked. So I just strung them tightly. So that way they uh, stayed close to the to the uh, closer to the gutters mm-hmm. and uh, ran it across the front and then wrapped it around the post. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we ran some around like the garage. So it's it's really not much. It was fine. When I was outside, it didn't look as janky as I thought it was going to be. I told the wife, I'm like, yo, this is about to be trash, just mm-hmm. so you know. I was like, these kind of things need to be planned. Like, I need to be thinking about where these lights going to go, how they going to plug up. And I ain't never thought about putting up lights, so I have no idea. And I'm like, I'm not going to do all these uh, going around the windows and all that. I don't even know how people do that. So, Man, really what they do is they they like they get some company or, or what are you put a little, you know, and just leave a little you know, nails, whatever they in there and just all year round. And when, you know, when time comes, you just hang them up there real quick. That's what you, that's what, that's how right. people really do it. But I don't mess with all that, man. It's just in, it's in bushes and around trees. It's all, I ain't getting up on no, trying to get up on no ladder at all. If I do, I'm, if I, if I ever have to do something real high, I get that little pole that I, I sent you in the Amazon link. That, that's, that's the, that's the trick right there. I see my neighbor doing that. He'd be putting them stuff way up there with a, the, with that big old pole like that. So anyone, right. okay. 
yeah, I'm 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 cool on that, man. It it looked fine. We went back out there at night. I didn't take a picture. Mm-hmm. I told the wife to take one because I didn't have my phone, but mm-hmm. I don't know if she did. But the kids was ooh, so they thought it was cool, so whatever. <laughs> You know, kids are seven, like, yeah, seven and five. So, yo, like we were talking about before with the with the gig, low expectations. You ain't never put up nothing before, so that's something. Yeah. That this is the greatest. Oh, I was the ever. greatest husband of all time. <laughs> the first time she ever had lights up. Don't worry, it, it'll keep. Look, look, man, I'm 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 ten years ahead of you. It'll just every every year. It'll just build. Like, oh, why don't we just put some lights on this tree and then we'll right. put some lights over this window. And then we'll put, the next thing you know, you, 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 that fa- you, you like the, the Christmas vacation of family. You just got stuff everywhere, man. Your whole roof lit up and stuff like that. Yo, yeah. man, tell me why there's a neighbor, neighbor in my, my subdivision, man, they, you know, you know how you got the inflatables, you know how the, and you know how the inflatables, you know, they're pretty, they're decent. You know, they're like, you know, seven, eight feet or something like that. You know, some of them, why does one dude, this one family, they got like a inflatable. It's like, it's gotta be 35, 40 feet tall. And like, uh, like ten feet wide, man. I'm t- I mean, it's it's like the whole house. It's like a Santa, and then they got a bunch of other ones in the front yard too. But this one, they got just one huge Santa, and it's literally as tall as the house, like at, maybe taller. It's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like, man, how much? That? And I was like, I was like, I wonder how much that costs. I kind of looked it up for a minute just to see, just to ballpark it. Man, have you like three hundred, five hundred? No, man, like a G. Wow, you got to run air through it or something. Like that. If that, if, yeah, I don't you know if that's, I don't know if that was right. but that's that's included in the price, I'm sure. Well, yeah, yeah the blower, but I mean, you still got to. I mean, it's electricity you run through there. Electricity, you know? yeah, yeah. So you're doing that for you know whatever four or five hours a night every night. I mean, it's not, it's probably not. But yeah, I was like, man, that's that's wild. I was like, I, I never do that. It, it looked crazy though. I had to drive. Took the wife past the house just to see it. I was like, you got to see this thing. It's pretty impressive. But anyway, I digress. All right. So other than that, um, just binge watch some uh, Undoing today mm. on HBO. Ishmael, have you watched this? We know Paul doesn't because he doesn't want, like movies or TV. I've never even heard of it. Okay. I, I've, so, been hearing, I've been hearing about it. I have not seen it, but I, I, I hear yeah. it's interesting. I've been hearing about it on like hella podcasts, black podcasts too. And so I'm like, let me check this podcast out. And I mean, this show out and see, is it worth my time? The first episode, I was like, "Eh, what does everybody care about this? But it was like the second episode, it kicked off. Like the first episode was kind of a a waste of time. But I I think, you know, they kind of just open in the world and tell you where you at. Yeah, it was a lot of setup, but it was setup that that was boring as heck, I will admit. So I almost gave up, but I'm like, you know, all these black people ain't talking about this show if it ain't worth watching. But at the second episode, I'm like, who did who did this and who who's who murdered? Who caused this murder? So I'm just yeah. So check it out. It's only six episodes, so it's a short watch. Okay. And uh let's see. Yeah, that's it. All right, so we're gonna get into these stories. Phenom, this is your first one. Uh, is Google racist or sexist or both? I don't know. Yep, yep. So uh, this particular story, let me pull it up here. It is about a, um, what is this, like an AI ethics employee at Google, which I'd never really heard of uh, AI ethics. I didn't know that they, you know, I guess I I knew that they would have people doing that, but it's just interesting to... uh, to hear that but yeah so this woman i'm pulling up this link timnit gebru uh she's a top artificial intelligence researcher or one of them at google or was uh ended up getting fired from google it's a black woman 
And so it was, it was just kind of a weird story. So apparently she had written a, um, like an article or she written a piece about, uh, artificial intelligence, like the ethics of it and how, um, black people and minorities are kind of, I don't know, just basically how AI is kind of racist against black people, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so she submitted it to Google for review. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reviewed it. They approved it or whatever, even though they said that she didn't really give the full, however long you're supposed to, you know, maybe supposed to be two weeks uh, you're supposed to give them. And she didn't give them that time, but they still reviewed it. The item was published, and then all of a sudden, uh, Google told her that like she needed to take her name off it. She either needed to have it unpublished or she needed to remove her name, and there were maybe four or five other Google employees who uh, co-authored this journal, and they said, well, y'all need to remove y'all names from it or y'all need to get it taken down. And so she kind of fought back against that and said, you know, this is ridiculous. And um, and she's kind of known as a vocal person, like she speaks Mm up for uh, black folks and she speaks up just on how, I guess, um, algorithms and things can be biased against black people. And so Google basically fired her like she was going on vacation and she was like, look. I think this is some BS, and if y'all want me to stay, I'm gonna have to. You're gonna have to start to meet these conditions. And Google's like, "Well, we accept your resignation, <laughs> even though she didn't resign." So, wow. um, a lot of employees at Google and in the tech industry in general uh, sort of kicked back at Google and said, "Hey, you know, why are you treating number one a woman like this, a black woman like this?" And again, she's sort of considered the top of her field and what she does. And it just seems like Google got mad because she spoke out and just uh, fired her. So I want to know, do y'all think Google are racist? I know there have been a lot of stuff in the news over the years, you know, just accusing Google, Facebook, all these tech companies of either racism or bias. And so just wondering what y'all think about that. Um, I mean, overall, in the tech industry, period, I mean, there's a lot of issues with um, there being some, I'm not going to call it racism, but it's uh, really just a prejudice in a way only because there's no black people in the industry or there are a few black people in those uh, areas or, of expertise. I don't know if that means that they're not working there, but they're not in the rooms when they're having decisions made. Um, I know for a fact, like there are a lot of artificial intelligence that doesn't see uh, our color properly. That's always been an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it scans faces, facial recognition doesn't pick up black people, but it picks up white people. Um, so that's because they don't put any black faces in there when they test it. And nobody that's testing it has, you know, black features. So, you know, there lies the problem. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what happened with the paper, man. But, hey, they need to uh, they don't they don't want that egg on their face, but you kind of got to just take it. It, it is what it is. You figure it out as you go and just make sure when you publish the paper that you have some things in, in order where you can say, well, hey, this is what we're doing to, to fix it. Yeah. 
man for me like first of all i hope google is not racist because i literally just signed up for youtube tv like an hour ago because uh because mm. uh, at&t <laughs> can't cancel the, the or they, they're in a contract dispute with the nbc the local nbc affiliate and i couldn't watch the game and i got pissed about it and so i canceled at&t entirely tv entirely oh, I was like give me, give me youtube tv so I got YouTube TV, I got YouTube Music, I got YouTube Premium. So yeah, I'm all I'm all Google all the time. So I, so I, got a YouTube T-shirt. So, you I, need so, one. so I'm gonna pretend they're not racist just because just to protect <laughs> myself. But but no man, I mean like you know I, I'm reading this article. Uh, you know I guess she's famous or you know sort of it says she's famous for working on facial re- technology recognition. You know she's selling error rates for darker skin people. It uh, you know. All that aside, and then we want like I don't want to be identified. <laughs> so if I'm darker skin, like don't identify me, man. No, don't profile, don't profile me. Just just assume I look like everybody else. That way, that way you can't uh, pick us apart, and that way you can't you can't pin it on me, man. <laughs> that's what that's what kind of what I want. So, so I, I would take It'd that. But nice, but then even for your phone, like I remember, and I think this is iPhone, not Google. But when they first went to you know sort of like a facial unlock. Or, mm-hmm. or whatever like it just wasn't recognizing black people mm-hmm. so your phone just won't unlock like mm, nope it's not a person yeah i, yeah, so, I don't even do the facial i don't I, I, the, yeah. the, the, the fingerprint is, is enough for me but uh right. but man i don't know man it's just, i mean there, there, there's never nothing I, my whole thing with these stories is just like these little stories like this just it's just, they're messy to me because like i mean I, you know they, they, you only getting a little bit of what's going on the company's not really going to tell you like what they thought you know or what went down so it's, it feels like it's kind of one side you just never really know like how this all goes and it's like it, you know it's not like somebody fam- she's really famous it's just like okay this is a worker you know put a story out here but you don't really know like what what all went down she might be totally crazy we don't know man it could be something well, important than just uh you know her her art her paper was you know late and all this stuff like that. I, I, it just it just feels weird to me. It, it would feel like there would have to be more there there for a company to let you go, especially if you are actually considered good at your field, which it sounds like this lady. You know, if reading the article, it sounds like she is. So I don't know, man. Hard well, one for me to thing make I did room. I did leave out. I did kind of overlook or or just forgot to mention. So she did after sort of this uh, whole thing kind of happened, and Google basically told you know gave her this ultimatum. She wrote an email or she sent out an email to like a group at Google, you know, basically complaining about it and saying, Mm. you know, this is ridiculous. And, um, you know, we went through the proper channels and we're being censored. So basically she's complaining about bad treatment, you know, at Google to other Google employees. And uh, that, that may have been the thing that got. Um, that I think that's the thing that really pissed Google off. And I do believe she is an outspoken person. So she is going to speak up uh, when she sees any type of unfairness or inequity or things like that. So they probably got tired of her mouth, but it's like, like Ryan said, number one, there's already not a ton of black people or people of color Intake, in yeah. those industries. So you can't, overreact when people speak out and Google, especially Google, I think the tech industry in general, but especially Google, like they have a history of when people sort of speak out or when people start to highlight things, they get fired. Like I remember um, this was several years ago. There were people who were talking about their salaries uh, because Mm -hmm. Google, I think you, you're not supposed to disclose your salary. And so people were saying, well, women are getting paid less or people of color getting paid less. So let's figure out what each other makes. So they made like basically (laughs) a shared Google document Mm -hmm. and people 
put their position and their salary. And so this started spreading like wildfire on Google and people started to get raises because of it, because they like, look, I'm a whatever systems analyst. Why? And Ryan's a system analyst. Why is he making 15,000 more than me? We got the same education. <laughs> he don't be doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, but those people got fired. Like the people who mm. started that got fired. And I, I just remember story after story where people kind of speak out against Google and eventually they get fired for it. So, yeah. Well, man, I don't know, man. Hey, I don't know, you know. Yeah, hey, watch your. We're in a pandemic, man. The economy's not doing well right now. Uh, you know, protect your bag, man. <laughs> Maybe this time, not the time to, to piss off your employer. I, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, man. If there, if there's real wrong being done, you need to, maybe you need to speak out. Uh, Look, but bro. just know that you might, you might, you might take that hit. You said speak out in the summer of 2021. Spe- speak out in summer 2022. <laughs> right. Speak out in summer 2022. Man, whatever. You, and don't don't uh, man. Don't, look. don't fight slave master. Nah, just wait. Just wait a little bit. <laughs> like Ryan said, if you don't have sort of black people at the table or black people kind of explaining what are some of these pitfalls, and it's just not going to work. I saw a thing where they had a um, they were talking about. AI used with photos and they showed a black person holding, I think it was like a thermometer, one of those thermometers with, that looks like a gun, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the ones that we yeah. use now in the pandemic. They had a, yeah. a black person holding it and it was saying like black person with a gun and it said a white person holding it and it didn't use the term gun. It used like something else, um, you know, electronic device or something like that. And the reason is because society's racist. So when it's putting all of this information in there and they are associating black people with violence, Mm -hmm. so the AI is going to do that too. So you have to have people like uh, Miss Gebru in there to recognize some of those things and say, look, you have to consider this. You have to think about the ramifications of that. Because if you just have all white men making that decision and nothing against white men, but they just don't know. They're not aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, Google Google can do something about it. We'll follow up on this. All right, next story. True Kitchen. That's the name of the place. Now, they should have spelled it T-R-U if you really uh. <laughs> keep it black. But uh, I understand the brother. He said he's trying to do something different. Because some people have been joking about the spelling, but we'll get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, man, True Kitchen in Dallas. This went viral. This is it's, this is probably an old story for people that listen to to black podcasts. But uh, a week and a half ago or so, this this little viral clip came out of the, the owner of the restaurant. I guess he you know he works there as well, but he's the owner, and he basically got up on his little high on a on, like stood up on some chairs or whatever like that, and he was basically yelling at everybody in the restaurant because I guess I guess people were having too much fun drinking. You want to play it, Ryan? Go ahead and play it. Drop it. Yeah, I do have some audio. I'm going to drop it. Just a piece of it. Not a whole lot. Okay. There's a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, take it to prime, take it to pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I'm on men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are talking on blast here? If you want to do it, get the out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our folks. Don't do it now. All right, that dude said they was twerking on glass. Yeah, is and, what he said. And it sounded like they, 
Putting them on the glass? Yeah. Put them on the glass. But what what I heard what I it sounds like it was just one girl that it was like started doing some twerking. They have they had the music place has a live DJ. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was a very long wait for the food to come out. And there's a lot of drinks. Uh, from what I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but they said the, the food menu was one page. They said the drink menu was five pages. That's <laughs> that's wild. Uh, but yeah, man, how do y'all feel about this? Do you think the dude was, was out of pocket for, for, for going this far? Uh, you know, what, what are your feelings, man? Ryan, you, 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 the most conservative of us all. So you, you tell me what you think. Uh, Dude, this is one of those topics that I was like, we have to talk about this on a podcast. I don't care who all talks about it because it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Black people, it's hard being black, man. That's what I always say. It's hard being black because anytime we try to, I guess, tell other people that, hey, we can do better or, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. We should do this instead. Anytime you try to basically uplift, because you are trying to uplift all black people by saying, hey, this is the standard. I want to raise the standard. We're not going to do this here or we're not going to do this or that. You immediately get barraged on Twitter with everybody uh, on there just saying how something's wrong with you and you need to not stop saying that you a coon you this you that it don't matter what you what you said when you're literally trying to make black culture better mm-hmm. per se and i saw a lot of a lot of comments uh on twitter where people are saying you know like he's saying to do things that the way white people do it and that makes it right no he's telling you not to be twerking in a restaurant mm-hmm. since when are we saying that twerking in a restaurant is okay I don't care what's on the menu. It's that's not the type of place it is. People are eating there, mm-hmm. so that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Phenom, phenom. But, let me just let me throw it to you, phenom. Like, okay, phenom. You you in there? You you with you with you with with about your girl? You in a nice establishment having yourself some waffles and some and some cognac like you like you usually do every every morning? Do you mind a little twerk wind on your on your waffle? What what what, what say you? <laughs> I, I might mind with some twerk on my waffle, uh-huh. but um, you know, beside my waffle, uh, man. Well, here's here's my take on it. So I'm gonna go a little bit opposite of Ryan. I feel like number one, this place again is True Kitchen and Cocktails with a K. Like you said, with a K. With a K. Right, cocktails with a K. Uh, as you mentioned, he got a DJ playing twerk music. If throw the, they, they, were, they were playing twerking. throw that ass in a circle right before, <laughs> right. right when she was twerking. That's what she was. That's why, literally what they were playing. Yeah. Why? Why are you, are, do you have that type of music if you're not trying to set that type of atmosphere? Now, exactly. If, if it was Jingle Bells or some Christmas music, <laughs> or if they were playing some, some Gladys Knight, if you're playing some Gladys Knight, nobody's Gladys. twerking there at throwing that. <laughs> nobody. Maybe I understand, but you are trying to set up this crunk environment. You got all of this alcohol. People are waiting on their food. They're having a good time. Now, would I twerk? Would I, you know, tell my wife to get up and twerk? No. Um, is it appropriate? Get up and twerk. <laughs> get up and twerk. Maybe not. But you often give these commands for your wife to get up and twerk. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't ever, never come true, that's, but, yeah. that's a rule right. when I get home, like when I walk in the door from a long day's work, I just want to see a little twerk. Just hey. Hey babe. <laughs> okay. No, but um, and then what the, the craziest part about it is just the fact that he's talking all this respectability. We want to be respectable, but you cussing out your customers. 
were like you going off on your customer. How is that respectable for you to tell your customers to get the F out for you to tell your car? I'm trying to uplift the community. F all of y'all. Like just, I, I just thought he handled that in a horrible, horrible, yeah. terrible, miserable manner. Yeah. Um, I can be, I can understand him saying, Hey, this isn't that type of atmosphere. Again, the music, but I can see him saying, Hey, we don't, we don't want to do that here. But the way he handled it was like against everything that he was trying to say. That's not uplifting the black community. You yeah. just another ignorant Negro, <laughs> the way that you handled that. So. Yeah, what were you gonna say, Paul? No, I'm, I'm with, I'm, I'm with, I side with you on Phenom. So we, we take it, Ryan. You wrong. You, you out of here. You, <laughs> you cancel. But uh, yeah, man, I, th- I think he just nothing wrong with you. I mean, it's his prerogative, his restaurant, you know. But you got to set your, uh, you know, your atmosphere a certain way, man. You, you have the atmosphere in the place a certain way. You're gonna attract a certain kind of clientele, man. If you're playing Gladys Knight, and you know, it's like you ain't gonna have no twerking. Believe me. But if you playing, uh, you know, Young Thug in there, uh, you might have some twerking going on in there, man. It's just, it's just how it's gonna go. And and then the big thing was like the wait, man. They, they were talking about like it was forty five minutes an hour. So you getting people dr- giving them nothing but drinks, but no food, and they just sitting there for that long, man. What what you think they're gonna do? They're gonna get bored. They're gonna start acting ignorant and doing dumb hey, stuff. Man, come on. I'm going to act stupid, man. Come on now. Black people can't do nothing. Now you can't wait for your food at a black restaurant. I'm not saying you can't can't wait for your food. If you was at Giuliano's or some mess, nobody would say nothing about the wait. Look, look. Yes, I would. Nobody would say anything. Hey, if I got to wait an hour for my food, especially now with two kids, like, I ain't coming back, dog. I'm never coming back. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not waiting 45 minutes nowhere. I don't care if it's it's, uh, 10 o'clock at night on a a damn Friday night. I'm not coming back, man. I don't... You can keep it moving, man. You, if you if you got people just in there for, for too long, you know, good bad things can happen because people are getting hungry and they they want to keep uh, they want to get on with it, man. So like forty five minute waste for food. If that's if that's true, I don't know if it's true or not, but you got to run your kitchen a little bit better, man. If you want if you want so you can you can make things go a lot smoother if, or way, the way you want to go. You set the atmosphere, you set the tone, you the rest the owner, man. So that's that's all I'm saying. But nothing wrong with yeah. his his prerogative. Like he don't want him twerking. But you just gotta you gotta change the atmosphere around a little bit. But I guess a good epilogue to the story to wrap it up is he said, you know, they interviewed the dude like a week or two afterwards, and that's the article I linked here. He said he said business is booming, and so you know, the, nothing's really you know the 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 rant he went on and people you know, regardless of what me and Phenom think about it, it hasn't hurt his business at all. He said he said business has been going strong. People come out there to check it out just because his name got out there. I mean, it's, it's he's he's internationally known now, so. All publicity is good. good. That's right, hundred percent. And you definitely want a picture of yourself twerking at the uh, (laughs) spot. Word. If you can get the twerk picture real quick, it's like planking. You straight twerking on his head, man. People going there just to get cussed out by him now. (laughs) And ladies, for the record, hey, if y'all want to twerk around my, you know, I've you know, breakfast, grits, uh, you know, waffles, (laughs) whatever you want to do, I'm cool with it, man. I got no problem with twerking anywhere. If I'm having a steak, a hamburger, French fry, it don't matter, man. Ice cream, just twerk. Or whatever. What's wrong with twerking, Nasty. man? You Nasty. Don't twerk around food, man. I'm not Nasty. saying you gotta be on top of the food, but like if you over in the corner, go knock you're the kind of dude out. that would eat. You would eat pancakes with syrup at the strip club with them on your table. That's look, nasty. Look, man, I'm eating a whole breakfast buffet at the strip club before. What are you talking about, fam? <laughs> That's nasty, man. All right, all right, all right. Next topic, and we're skipping this one. We're gonna put. We're gonna push this next topic to next week, and we're gonna go straight to. The topic that we want to talk about so we can have some fun at the end of this podcast. Okay. The fictional basketball player mock mm. draft. 
I have uh, seen this pop up in a couple places just as far as, you know, the name five or, or pick three out of the five or something like that kind of a art of, I guess, uh, memes or whatever. And I was like, let me see if my friends on the podcast would like to do this and we are going to do it. Are now, y'all ready? Now, how do we how do we get this draft order? How's that going? I'm going to do a random number generator because it's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whoever get the closest to whatever number comes up, that'd be it. How many rounds are we doing? That's fair. Um, let's try to do five. Well, yeah, five people. But I don't think we're gonna get that far. Okay. To be honest, I think we will run out of people. All right, cut it, cut it short. Go, go until we don't have any more. <laughs> okay. All right. So I want y'all to pick a number uh, between one and ten. Go, Paul. Seven. What you got? All right. I mean, Fina. Four. <laughs> Seven, four. I'm going to pick. I'm going to just go with one. Randomize. Seven. Okay, I go first. So long. And then pick two. <laughs> Your first pick. Okay. Come on. Y'all understand? Yep, okay. yep. Go for it. So Paul picked four, so he would go second. No, and I'll then Phenom. No, oh, my bad. Phenom oh. will go second. Paul will go third. Okay. All right. So we got it. So let me go. Let me let me switch over. I'm switching over to GM mode. You know, give me give me a second. All right. Because I got my draft list right here because I did some scouting. I did some scouting. So, oh, I guess we should say what the rules are. So the rules of our rules. No, there were some rules. The only rule we had was uh, so you have to pick a fictional character that was not an NBA player or a professional player, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. you couldn't pick like uh, Shaq and blue chips because mm-hmm. he was clearly, he's clearly Shaq. Can't pick Penny and blue chips. You can't pick uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth because he was Ray Allen. That's not fair. We're not doing that. So anybody else that was not a real person who played professional uh, basketball. Uh, not a starter. No, not a professional basketball player, period. So Dwayne Martin's out. So Dwayne Martin's out. So Dwayne Martin's out. You're saying I'm just want to cl- clarify. Dwayne Martin is out. When did he play in the NBA? He played in the NBA. He did. He was like a bench warmer for the Knicks for like one season yeah, or something. Dwayne like that. Martin's fine. He was a scrub. Well, see, I didn't even know he was in the NBA. I, don't, I think we'd be all right because <laughs> his skills are based on his character. But anyway, all right. So I'm glad I got the number one pick because that's going to set my team off. For life. Mm-hmm. With the number one pick in the Black Delegates fantasy uh, fictional player mock draft, the Black Ryan selects Tommy Shepard from above the rim, 40 points in Tim's and a corduroy pants <laughs> in the second half alone to bring back, uh, well, they still lost. Well, no, they won. To bring back uh, that above rim team. I'm going with him with the number one pick. That dude was cold. Can't stop him. And they was uh they was putting hands on him. So Phenom, I know you respect it. Um, yeah, yeah. I definitely respect Tom Shepard. I didn't think he would go number one overall. I was I gotta you know, hoping I'd be able to get him. And the main reason I wanted to get him is because you always gotta go with a dude. Like that dude would just be on the rooftop at 1 a.m. Yes. With no ball and no rain. Because that's him out of shape is 40 points in like one quarter. So I'm saying once I get him in the gym, get him in some shorts, get him some tennis shoes, 
he really gonna give y'all some buckets. Yeah, and, and he gonna give you that like that old head, uh, just smarts. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows the game, so he got the smarts. So I, I respect it. I respect it. However, I will say that I'm glad that you took him number one, even though I mm, wanted him. Gonna I was gonna try to get him on my second round pick. So I know who you gonna get probably with my number one pick or my number mm-hmm. one selection in the fictional uh, basketball draft. I'm taking. Sydney Dean, white man can't jump. No, oh, you tripping? What are you okay, doing? A five foot five point guard what, in the first um, round? What's wrong with you, man? Yo, Sydney Dean had everything you need. He had the handle. He yeah, had he gave the you jumper. Everything. He could shoot outside and gauge it on the wind. He had a little hustle to his game. Mm. He could trash talk. He could get you out of out of uh, your mind. So Sydney Dean was solid, man. I know. Um, you know. He was running with Billy Hoyo. I thought Billy Hoyo might go high, but Sidney Dean is my guy. The dude could do it all. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, y'all, y'all, y'all both trash. Look, first of all, Ryan, your first pick is trash because that dude's out there. First of all, he's insane. You know that, right? He's out there balling by himself on top of a rooftop. Uh, in 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 the Barack Obama sweatpants that he be hooping in, snug sweatpants, man. So you can't you can't trust that that dude. Second, and then Ryan, and then Phenom, you got you got a five foot five point guard, and he wearing the booty shorts, man. That's that's a, that's a little too the little, the little weird hat with the, the little the little flipped up biker hat, man. I don't even know what kind of hat that is, man. But that that hat was a little too sweet for me, man. So I, no, you get no respect for that. Look, y'all both are wrong. I'm I, this. I got to steal the whole draft. Number one pick, I'm taking Professor me. X. Look, man, I know y'all saying like Professor X, Professor X, X, man, he can't walk. He don't need to walk. Have y'all have y'all ever seen that movie, that documentary, A Murder Ball, about the dudes mm, playing basketball trash. in in a in wheelchairs? Them dudes is violent, man. Those dudes can crash the boards. Second of all, wheelchair basketball is crazy. It is crazy, man. Them dude, if you ever see that movie, that documentary, hey, Murder Ball, it's 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 wild. So I'm just picturing Professor X doing Murder Ball. Then he's got the 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 brain. He's got the you know the telekinesis, uh, whatever the hell it's called, abilities. So man, he's he gonna make he's gonna make you miss. He's gonna get in LeBron's head. He's gonna make he gonna, he don't need to like go up there like uh, Lance Stevenson and blow kisses at LeBron. He's gonna get in LeBron's head no matter what because he because he Professor X. And then third of all, we know that all of the great uh, basketball goats have bad hairlines. And what does Professor Hex have? <laughs> A bad hairline. And let's break it down. Michael Jordan. Trash hairline went away at like twenty three. Trash. LeBron James. We ain't even got to talk about that. His hairline, his, like his 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 toupee is literally falling off in games. Kobe. He he had the he had the biggest hot hidden uh, hairline, but his hairline was trash from a very young age. So I mean that's that's your goat, right? Well, did Professor X ever even hoop in? No, not even. I knew this dude was gonna waste his pick, but that's okay because it's coming right back to me, and that makes it even better for me. Hold on, does it, does it go, does, isn't it like fancy draft? Doesn't it start with me first round? Y'all want to what? Y'all want a snake? Yeah, snake man. Why, why do I get to go last? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a real draft, but whatever. Fine, do a snake. <laughs> what the hell is you talking about, man? You is that why you wasted your first pick? Because you thought it was a snake? No. Go ahead, pick somebody else stupid. Okay. Who I'm, you got? <laughs> look, man. You hey. want Wolverine second? Hey, look, don't don't tell me. Look, man. Look, I, I'm a throw New York Knicks. And I, look, I'm only doing this to spite you, Ryan. I'm spite. I'm taking. Hey. Give me Jake Shuttleworth with the second round pick, man. Because guess what? You already said you can't pick Shuttleworth. Jake Shuttleworth is 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 who you, you literally dress like Jake Shuttleworth when you you got the same <laughs> outfit. You got if you didn't you have to do from YouTube, what are you talking about? You could get a fro and a goatee out. You would be Jake Shuttlesworth. 
the pops. <laughs> if you had got out, if you got out of prison, you you were when you hooped. Oh, yeah. Jake, yeah, yeah. yeah, Jake Shellsworth. That's what I, I know his name was. If you should have just said uh, Jesus. Jeff should have worth pops, and I know you. <laughs> but okay <laughs> like, <really>? Jake <laughs> Jake from State Farm the, all right so yeah man give me him I'm I'm, I'm, I'm rolling with him Jake Shellsworth man come on now number two pick. Right. him and Professor X man unstoppable alright all right. well I mean I'm about to smoke y'all I'm telling y'all already based off these picks I'm hearing y'all made it easy for me so I mean I went Sydney Dean with the number one Billy pick Ho. I'm gonna go Billy Hoyle with oh. the second pick he's gonna take both I'm making it too easy and it can't jump uh Billy Ho, the boy was solid, had a jumper. He had that heart. You know, he was sort of susceptible to the to the gambling and getting hustled and things like that. But really his only weakness throughout the entire movie was that he didn't have no hops and he couldn't dunk. But by the end of the movie, he caught the alley-oop and dunk. So he's really the total package. Now he is, uh, again, a smaller guy. But on my team, I want people that can get buckets. So give me Billy Ho. This team that he's making up wouldn't last in the in the uh, in the streets. Professor, at the, at the regular hoops. Yeah, you about to get killed in my draft. All right, here we go. So we back to me. I'm taking with uh, the my second round pick. I'm gonna take uh, a, a straight from high schooler from Nebraska, Teen Wolf. I'm taking Teen Wolf for my power four because dude was raw, mad hops. You couldn't stop him. Handles, dancing, all of that. He was a showboater. What, you, what else you need, man? I ain't got nothing. He wore a headband. That's my dude. So I thought, all about, headbands I thought about taking Teen Wolf in that. I, you should have. Spot. But the thing is, is you say he got hops, but Teen Wolf is 5'3", bro. I don't care. Hold on, you can't talk about five. Once he turned the team wolf, he got huge. He drafted a five foot five point guard in the first round. What are you talking about? (laughs) But but team wolf is five three. And if he's not team wolf, if if he's not angry, then he's just a regular little dude. So no, he was. He's always team wolf. That's the point. He could be team wolf when he wants to. For the game, he was. He wasn't angry in the games. He was. He was. He was balling. But that's all right. It's cool. It's a snake draft, so it's right back to me again. And I'm about to kill y'all again. Now, I'm finna pull. I want uh I'm gonna draft a shooting guard out of West Philadelphia, born and raised in the playground where he spent most of his days, fresh Prince of Bel Air, baller. I can't believe y'all just left him out there. He's One of the best fictional hoopers. Man, that, that yes. one of those kitty-ass uh, court they were playing on in, at Bel Air High, man, that was trash. Come man. on, man. He came straight out the streets, and he was just hooping. Them dudes had played basketball before, but he was killing them. Okay, I'm going first Prince of Bel Air with my, with my third pick. So who you got, Paul? You finna, who else you got? It's what you going to say? It's Phenom, it's it's Phenom next, man. What are you talking oh, about? Damn, you forget my bad. Slow time. down, man. Yeah, yeah. So, he saved you. Let's see. That is a uh, – I knew you would have gone there. I wonder if that's going to force my hand on this next pick. Although Paul's better some trash picks, so <laughs> right. <laughs> Paul is not. Paul is like an auto draft right now. <laughs> I have a little time. I'm gonna take with this next pick. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. We're gonna take the first woman of the draft, and I'm okay. taking Monica Wright. Oh, I got to take off my board. All right, good one, good one. I got to get her from Love and Basketball. She was a straight baller. She had game. 
I definitely need Sanaa on the team, so I'm taking Monica. Plus, you want some sexy on the team. So, hey, come on out. Uh-huh. Come out, out. Paul? Yo, okay. Me, I am going to take with the – this is the second round? Yeah, we second round? Third. Third. Third round. Damn. Okay. Let me get yeah, your team is trash. Uh, let me get little bow wow and like Mike, man, because that's okay. okay. point guard. It's probably, probably a sneaky pick. I've, I've seen him actually be disqualified for having the powers of Michael Jordan, but I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he did. Like, yeah. No, nobody's worried about little bow wow. I'm sorry. No one. No one. No one. And then for me, uh, in the next round, let me get uh, Andre 3000. Oh, you got the back-to-backs. So you're going with Sanaa. By, by round seven, you should figure out how the snake draft works. Yes. By, <laughs> I keep forgetting. I keep thinking you're second. For second round, for next round, let me get uh, Andre 3000 in uh, semi-pro. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what his name, homie's name was in the movie. Clarence but, uh, Withers. I put him on my list. Clarence Withers. Gone. Claimed. Gone. I got him. Okay. Like it. Phenom. What All you right. got? Back to you. All right, I'm going to go back. You know, i got a, a pretty guard-heavy team. I think I may be able to get some bigs later in the draft. So I am going to go with another point guard. Uh, I'm going to have to rock with Steve Urkel. Dang it! Urkel on Dang it, that was what I was going to get next. Oh, I knew Phenom was going to do me like that. Now I ain't got no point guard. Yeah, I need, I need <laughs> Urkel. Urkel, if you remember the Family Matters episode, he was like the uh, equipment manager. Everybody got hurt. The coach was just going to forfeit. Uh, Urkel was like, let me play. And then dude yeah. was just killing. He was going out legs. He was throwing oops from half court. Urkel was killing it. So, yeah, mm. Urkel, welcome to the club. Mm. You, you know you were about to get the Fresh Prince and Urkel. I thought for sure that was my backcourt. I already had it set up because I was like, Paul ain't going to do it. And I was like, maybe you wouldn't. Mm. All right, all right, all right. Let's see. My team pretty nice, though. I'm going to go I'm gonna go deep. I'm going to go deep on y'all. I'm going to pick a, a super sleeper because you might not even remember this, this movie, but he was cold in this movie. His character was played by Damon Wayans in a movie called Celtic Pride. Mm. Y'all remember Celtic Pride? Barely. And he, so he was a basketball player, NBA, cold though. He didn't pass the ball to nobody, so they was talking, talking that mess about him. Like, oh, he ain't gonna never be good because they wouldn't pass the ball. But once he started passing the ball, he was balling. So he, I'm gonna give him a, a, a secret, you know, sleeper. I'm gonna pick him too early, but I got the snake, so it don't matter. So I'm gonna pull him out. I know y'all don't remember him, but he's dope. And, hmm. Next, I'm going to take uh, Kenny Tyler from The uh, uh, the Sixth Man. Y'all remember that where Kadeem Hardison was the ghost? Oh <laughs> he was God. helping them get all the shots. No, yes. Terrible. So I got to get him because, hey, if you got the spirit of a ghost making sure all your shots go in, we're going to be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. But which so, so which one is he? Is he Marlon Wayans character? Uh he was the he was the Wayans, Marlon, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. No, I I, I saw I him. Ghost. I had to take him off the board because I just wouldn't want Marlon Wayans on my team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's too goofy. I understand. It's weird because Marlon Wayans has played a hooper in several movies, but I just can't even not very well seriously as a hooper. 
<laughs> when he's out there, he just looks goofy. So who so. you taking? Is Juana Man? <laughs> I thought uh, about Juana Man, but I didn't. How many more picks we got left? We actually got. Should be one. We might have to go. Since deep. I got to back to back, like I got, I got several people. I still need. To oh, you got two more. You might have go six. I might have to dip in going after we're done. But on this one, the kids turn. I need a, uh, I need a big man. You know, I got a lot of little people, so I got to go with a big man. So with this pick, I'm going all the way over to where I think it was Kenya, the air up there, Salah. Salah, that dude was like. I thought he was a uh, Manubo or something. No, it was just a. What? No, it was a regular dude, like a regular okay. uh, African dude. I think he he did play basketball. They were trying to get him to come play like D2, but I don't think right. he did. But yeah, that dude Salah had mad hops. He actually had a, a solid jumper. Uh, he was raw talent. He was kind of like Giannis Antetokounmpo before Giannis Antetokounmpo. So okay. I have him come. He's going to man the paint, give me a lot of block shots, a lot of alley-oop dunks. Uh, so my man Salah from the air up there. All right. Look, y'all, okay. look, I'm going to have to close this out because I think uh, I got I got duty calls. But uh, look, my last two picks for my, for my fourth round pick, I'm taking uh, – the homie Kevin from the office. If y'all ever saw the, 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 the <laughs> basketball shots, right? Yeah, he man, I need, I need a shooter. He's pure from any range. He's just deadly. He's an assassin. So give me him. Yeah, I know he's a might be a liability on the defensive end, but I'm I'm straight. And then for my last pick, man, have y'all ever seen this movie called Along Came Polly with uh, Ben Stiller? Uh, yes. Okay, peep that movie if you have, or pull up the basketball yes. scenes from there. Uh, with the homie Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's you know the, the actor. He's been in some great movies. I don't know why he was in this movie, but he's like the comic relief. His name is Sandy Lyle. Uh, but when he's hooping, he's terrible and he's trash. But man, just Google Google the little scenes. Uh, along came Polly basketball. You'll get a kick out of it. That's who I want my last pick, man. That dude with that the funny, funny some of the funniest scenes I've ever seen, man. And I gotta bounce, man. So y'all fin- finish it up, man. I'm I'm sorry. I'll, I'll peace out, and I'll see y'all later, man. All right. Uh, well, pause. Paul's picks were all inconsequential. So <laughs> right. it doesn't matter that he slept. <laughs> we weren't going to pick anybody that he chose. <laughs> so the auto draft continues. <laughs> so he just going to draft uh, centers from here on out. Right, hopefully the right. real uh, fantasy draft will go that way. <laughs> right, right, right. All right. So all let's right. go back up to you then. I'm going to take on this next pick, and again, I'm going to be picking bench because I still got people on my board. But on this one, I, uh, ran out of people. I just grabbed this, I grabbed my, my center, my postman, but I still need uh, an enforcer. I still need somebody with some grit because even, even the homie um, Salah, he was pretty thin. Uh, yeah. So I got to grab the homie Motaw. From above the rim. For those who don't know who Motar is, that's Mr. Wood Harris, aka Mr. Grab the Strap, Mr. L. Okay, Mr. Clothesline. Uh, Yeah, he he definitely was was Pat Beverly with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) He was Pat Beverly, Charles Oakley, all of the above, and he was dunking out. He was still going down and poking out on the rim. So I'm taking Motar from above the rim. Okay, okay. All right. Um trying to see where I want to go with this, man. Um 
this is going to be my last pick because I'm running out of people. Because I had to Google this one uh, just so I could figure out. I forgot a uh, dude's name. And then I was like, do I want to take a point guard or a big? I think I'm cool on guards. So I'm going to go with a big and I'm going to get Butter from uh, S- Sunset Park. Uh, always, I thought I thought Butter was a hooper, man. He, he seemed like he wasn't really scared out there. He was playing hard. And so we need some bigs. So I'm going to just throw him in because he's a, he's a big man hooper that I, that I actually know about. It ain't too many bigs that I'm familiar with from these movies. Yeah. I was just picking up, picking some some dudes, basically. Yeah, a lot of them was guards uh, who are out there. And so uh, I, I'll just give you some of these other guys who we didn't mention who were kind of mention. Q if we were drafting a full team. Number one, okay. so probably the biggest uh, draft disappointment, the person who would be sulking right now who was in the draft room and did not get drafted would be Kyle from above the rim. Yeah, I had him on my list. If I was going to get a point guard, that's who I would have went with, but I went with Butter to get a big. So so I was surprised about that. Uh, yeah. A guy who I was going to draft <clears throat> who probably hurt Elliot Richards from Bedazzled. Elliot Bedazzled? What is that? So in Bedazzled, this dude, Elliot Richards, he, he kind of got the, I don't know, I've never seen Bedazzled. But as I was researching, I kind of came across a clip. I guess he got really? bestowed some powers or something. Dude dropped 104 points, 45 boards. Oh, yeah. No, he was like a Russian dude. Seven steals and 28. Yeah, okay, that's a good pick. <laughs> so I was going to rock Elliot Richards because I knew nobody else was going to pick him. Yeah. My sleeper pick. Uh, this guy would have kind of been the glue guy. I would have had to get Ice Cube from It Was a Good Day. No, oh, I was saying because he got a triple double. No, That's stretching it, but I will give it to you. Freaking <laughs> them every way like MJ. Ice Cube on the team. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, I get that. So that's who I got. A couple other people who I, I thought would have been funny picks. Uh, you got the White Shadow. I don't know if anybody is old enough to have seen the White. Oh, that's, a, that's an old movie, and I think I I avoided it like the plague. Yeah. Every time I saw it, I was like, "Nah." Well, I think it was a TV show. Uh, it was something like that. It was like a four part or something like that, wasn't it? But yeah, that dude, the coach for that team, he was giving them buckets out there. Uh, what about Airbud? Nobody said Airbud. Yeah, nobody want no Airbud. I thought that was too corny, so I didn't. I didn't bother. Exactly. And the last one was Ernest P. Worrell from Slam Dunk Ernest. <laughs> I forgot he played basketball. He had some type of special shoes, and the dude could dunk from like three quarter court. <laughs> Shout out to that dude. I think that dude uh, passed away a while ago. A little while ago, yeah, yeah, he did. Ernest P. Worrell. But them Ernest used to be funny. At least the early ones. Like- Slam, oh, yeah, I like all the most. By the time it was tired, and you know, y'all were pushing it with that. But them, uh, them Linux AC commercials and them first couple Ernest movies he did was actually pretty funny. Yeah, man, I can't believe you got Steve Urkel because people be forgetting that Steve Urkel even hooped. Every time I've had this conversation with anybody, and I'll be like, I'm taking Steve Urkel at the point, they used to be like, Oh, like I forgot, I didn't even know he was hooping, I forgot, or I had to pull up a video. Or something. Yeah, I remember that because, and it seemed like a lot of those sitcoms around that time used to do it. Like when 
you had characters that they started when they were kids. When they would get older in like high school age, then they would start branching out and you could tell this is what the dude really likes. So I think Jaleel, right, right. like he was really in the hoop. Really cool. So yeah. they started making his character kind of get into that. Or you would see characters who would, you know, whatever, get into singing or football or whatever. And so, no, I remember those, uh, I remember that Urkel episode. I thought it was more when I was going back. That was the only one I could really see, but I think they had them hooping on there a little more than that. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how long it lasted, uh, but it, yeah, I remember it being a thing because I think he tried out in D one for real. He he had an episode where Grandma Ma was on there because I do see a picture of that. That's the one I was find that episode. I saw a picture of it, but I couldn't find. Yeah, it. I just saw a picture, but yeah. And then uh, what? I thought he hit like a game winner or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah that was that one when he came in. And they were down by like 25 or something, and he just single handedly brought them back. Right, right. Shout at the buzzer. That's what's up. All right. Well, I think that was fun, man. So we uh, got something out. So all y'all people need to respect the players that we picked. I mean, Paul picked some ridiculous ones, but it's always got to be a New York Knicks for every uh, uh, good drafting team. So that was Paul. So, right. And we want to know who. Do you feel like had the best picks? We might have to put them up in the show notes, put the teams together, and you tell us which fictional basketball team do you think will win. We know Box One Poppy's out of there. We don't, we don't even right. need him. So out of me and Phenom, who had the better team? Or get over time. Who got the better team? Hit us up uh, via our social media networks. You hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Black Delegates. It's underscore between Black and Delegates. Uh, also, you can hit us up on our Facebook page and let us know who do you think had the best fantasy draft and why was Paul so bad. Uh, also, you can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up individually, the Black Ryan on Twitter or Instagram, Ghetto Phenom on Twitter or Instagram, and Box Wine Poppy on Twitter. So, uh, Ryan, if people want to help out the show, if they want to help us grow, what can they do? Share the podcast. Tell folks about the podcast. Most importantly, just have casual conversation and mention, hey, I listen to this podcast. Did you ever hear it? Was it cool? I liked it. You should check it out. Uh, Recommendations go a long way for me, and I'm sure they do for you and uh, people around you, too. Yep, yep. So appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hopefully, y'all be back next week. If y'all won't, we will. Is this what we do? Right. Right. So, I'm going to leave y'all with these wise words. In order to keep your marriages together, remember, ladies, when your husband get home, just twerk on command. Phenom already taught us that. Just twerk on command. Just start twerking. Just start twerking as soon as we walk in the house. Once he's done working, you start twerking. (laughs) Mmm, I like it. I like it. I like it. See y'all next week. Mm -hmm.